0: Today is the 23rd of January, 2023. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to share in a regular rhythm of worship and devotion together. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget there is the Walking the Way prayer book and today's script, which can be downloaded and if you like to support Walking the Way, or you'd like more information about the podcast, head to rayborrott.co.uk. Again, links to everything are in the episode notes. This year for Walking the Way, we started at the beginning of the Bible with Genesis. We're about 11 chapters in, or we will be today. And we're just going to go from one end of the Bible to the other over a period of time, but like a really long walk in the park. Let's still our hearts. Let's come before God let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, we thank you for giving our hearts hope for your kingdom, the kingdom of God. We thank you that again and again we can draw strength from this hope, we can find new joy and courage, and discover how powerfully, though hidden, your kingdom is already coming. Protect this vision. And help us when we fail. We know that all will come right, whatever happens, Lord, for we are in your hands, and no one can take this from us. Amen. Genesis 11:7. Let us go down and mix up their language so that they will not understand each other. you know how many spoken languages there are in the world today? Actually living spoken languages. Well, there's an organization called Ethnologue, which catalogues the living languages of the world. And they state that there's currently 7,151 known living languages in the world today. And that will probably grow because there are still parts of the world that we haven't explored. The Highlands of New Guinea, for instance, the Amazon jungle. It's definitely a far cry from the one language at the time of the Tower of Babel there. And if we accept the biblical teaching that humankind has a common origin in Adam, then this simply makes sense that there was a time when humanity spoke one language instead instead of the thousands that we have on the earth today. And it's this one language that kept them together and actually stopped the people from doing what God had commanded them to do when Noah and his family came out of the ark which was to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. That's Genesis 9 verse 1. So God intervenes. He sows confusion by confusing their language. He forces people to go their own ways. And this is something that we've been dealing with ever since. Even among people who speak the same language, there is still confusion and misunderstanding. How often have we said things that have been misunderstood? How much hurt and anger has been caused because the reality is, is that while we may speak the same language, I don't think we listen in the same language, never mind another language. Our experiences and our personalities mean that we don't all listen and hear the same things. And to top it all, think how much language changes. No wonder we're confused and frustrated. All because our biblical ancestors disobeyed God and wouldn't do what he asked. Isn't that typical, though? That the sin of one generation will haunt us all. Thank goodness for the mercy of Christ, that through him we are redeemed and we are unified, even though our languages may be different. Loving God, we ask that we hear your words today, not our own version of them, but your true words, and that we're not confused, we're not befuddled, but that you speak to us clearly and loudly. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the Good News Translation, and today I'm reading Genesis 11. At first, the people of the whole world had only one language and used the same words. As they wandered about in the east, they came to a plain in Babylonia and settled there. They said to one another, come on, let's make bricks and bake them hard. So they had bricks to build with and tar to hold them together. They said, now let's build a city with a tower that reaches the sky, so that we can make a name for ourselves and not be scattered all over the earth. Then the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which they had built. And he said, Now then, these are all one people and they speak one language. This is just the beginning of what they're going to do. Soon they'll be able to do anything they want. Let us go down and mix up their language so they will not understand each other. So the Lord scattered them all over the earth and they stopped building the city. The city was called Babylon because there the Lord mixed up the language of all the people, and from there he scattered them all over the earth. These are the descendants of Shem. Two years after the flood, when Shem was a hundred years old, he had a son, Arpachshad. After that, he lived another five hundred years and had other children. When Arpachshad was thirty-five years old, he had a son, Shalah and after that he lived another 403 years and had other children. When Shela was 30 years old, he had a son, Eba, and after that he lived 403 years and had other children. When Eba was 34 years old, he had a son, Peleg, and after that he lived 430 years and had other children. When Peleg was 30 years old, he had a son, Rue, and after that, He lived another 209 years and had other children. When Ru was 32 years old he had a son, Sarug. After that he lived another 207 years and had other children. When Sarug was 30 years old he had a son, Nahor, and after that he lived another 200 years and had other children. When Nahor was 29 years old he had a son, Terah. After that he lived 119 years and had other children. After Terah was 70 years old, he became the father of Abraham, Nahor, and Haran. These are the descendants of Terah, who was the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Haran was the father of Lot, and Haran died in his hometown of Ur in Babylonia while his father was still living. Abram married Sarai, and Nahor married Milcah, the daughter of Haran, who was also the father of Iscah. Sarai was not able to have children. Terah took his son Abraham, his grandson Lot, who was the son of Haran, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, Abram's wife, and with them he left the city of Ur in Babylonia to go to the land of Canaan. They went as far as Haran and settled there. Terah died at the age of 205. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about those bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after the music, as always, we're going to pray. we pray, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray for you, drop us a line through the usual channels. We'd love to be able to pray for you and just lift you up wherever you are. We've had a prayer request to pray for a gentleman called David who is really not well. So if we can remember David Bennett in our prayers today, please. Our prayers today from our Walking the Way prayer book, at least the new one that's being written, again is for our emergency services, but it's a slightly different prayer. Let's pray, shall we? Lord God, we thank you for the selfless men and women of our emergency services. We thank you for all the resources you provide for their task and for the animals trained to work alongside them. We rejoice in all who work for peace and the saving of lives in danger. We pray for those who serve in the emergency services that you protect those whose service is our protection. Lord, may they ever receive your strength in the performance of the duties. We hold up to you those who've served in past years. We recall those who've paid the ultimate price in their task of preserving life and of upholding law and order. May all who serve, may all who have served within the emergency services be embraced within your love, both now and forever. Grant that our nation may ever continue to show its gratitude towards those who serve within the emergency services, and not take for granted the precious work that's undertaken. We ask you, Lord, graciously to hear our prayers. Amen. And we say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue Walking the Way.